This week on Talking Back, we take a stroll down memory lane. Talking Back. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to talk about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. With me, as usual, co-host Dean. Dean, how's it going? It's going good. Good. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing good. Good. How How was your Christmas? It was great. Got uh, Got everything I wanted. That's That's great. How was yours? Santa was good for you. Yeah, Santa was good. How, yeah. how was How was your Christmas? Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I mean, so we like, had it together, so I, I, know, I know what it was like. Yeah, we're doing this more for the listeners than <laughs> right. for for ourselves. Right, but it was fake good. banter, Tim. We already talked about our Christmases in person. <laughs> we just want everyone to know that we did, in fact, have a Christmas and enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and that was, everything was great. It was good, and and it now was... I'm feeling um, reminiscent and nostalgic because we're getting to the end of not only a year but a decade. That's right. So we look back. When, that, when when that happens, at the end of every year, you look back. Is that what we do? That's what I do. Oh, and okay. So then, so then I, I get... Uh, I do that too, I think. Yeah. I Actually, get... I'm, I'm always looking back. All the oh, time. okay. Every well, day. Never forward. Usually never forward. <laughs> never forward, okay. Yeah. Always back. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do, right? I think so, yeah. I think you're supposed to always be thinking about what had happened. Yeah. And not what will happen. Try to move back yeah. as much as possible. <laughs> yes, that's okay. what I hear, yeah. Then I'm on the right path. Especially in a career. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, well, you mentioned year end. Yeah. You mentioned decade end. Yes. We're going to do something different this week. Great. A little year end wrap up. Decade end wrap up. Very cool. We're going to do our very first list episode. Right. Now, I love lists, Tim. I, I know you love lists. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a list lover as much as no, you are. No, no. So this was your idea. Why don't I let you share what we're going to be doing here with the listeners? Sure. Um, we're a podcast about, uh, like you said, movies, comics, video games, and more. So I thought at the end of a decade, I thought it'd be a good idea to look back on those 10 years and pick out our 10 favorite movies, video games, comics, and more. Great idea. Thank it's, you. It's a great idea. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. I had to convince you. You did have to convince me, actually. Yeah. But you came I'm around. Not, I'm not the biggest list listener. Yeah. But, yeah. But once you decided to start making your list, you got a little bit more on board. I did. Yeah. It was fun. Cool. Now, I didn't have much difficulty making my list, yeah. whereas you seemed to slave over it for a really long time. I, like this was You took this very seriously. I had to slave over it. Um, you... You will see, I brought an actual hard copy, uh, like in a notebook, so you'll see some scratches out, some some last minute changes that happened. Right. Uh, every, every time I had a, a final 10 that I thought of in one of the categories, I had to really take a good look at myself in the mirror and make sure that that was the right 10. Sure. So this wasn't fun for you. You took this, this was like a job for you. A uh, little, little bit of both. It was fun, but okay. I did feel a little bit of stress over it, but I am... 100% happy with the list I am bringing today. Excellent. Okay, well, I'm excited to hear them. We haven't shared these with each other, so no. we'll just be going through them. Uh, we're going to utilize the hat once again. So we've we've dropped all of our categories, yours and mine, into a hat. We yeah. will pull out of the category. We will talk about whatever comes out. And 
Now, seeing as this is 10 years of, of material, I'm sure that some of the stuff we've covered on our podcast has potentially made it onto your list. I know it has for my lists. Okay, so yeah. those are some things I don't think we'll want to spend very much time on, if any. No. Yeah. I think, it's, yeah. I think the idea is to get our list of 10 out there. It's not even a ranked list. It's just 10 no. things that we yeah. remember about the decade sort of the most, that had yeah. the most impact on us. And it's really just a starter to talk about the decade in movies and the decade in comics. It's just to kind of get us going on that discussion. Okay. All right, then. Did we miss anything? Uh, no. No, we can probably go to the hat. The hat was a, a listener favorite. They were demanding we bring the hat back, so yeah, we did it. the hat. I was without hat the whole last time we did that. Yeah. I'm, I always like to wear my hat for podcasting. Yeah, me as well. My comfort hat. Yeah. And then, yeah, I had to use it for the, the Matrix episode where we had things in a hat. So now I've got my hat on my head and a backup hat here. Smart. To use for this. Very smart. So I'm, I'm at max comfort level here. Yeah. So that's why in the Matrix episode, we might seem a little off. Because I wasn't wearing my hatless. hat. Yeah, and it was throwing looking... you off. It was throwing me off. Yeah, I didn't know who I was talking to. Yeah, the episode came out really good though. Yeah, happy with it. So maybe I should go hatless more. Maybe. All right. Oh, look! One <laughs> one just flew out of the hat. This, it jumped out. This one wants to be talked about it so just badly. Jumped out of the hat. I'm gonna go out on a limb and and say that this is one of yours because it's just it's jumped it's, just ready it's to jumped go. out of the hat. It's ready to fly. I love it. What is it? No, it's not. It's one of yours. It's mine. Tim Comics. Oh, what a what a great what a, place to start. <laughs> <laughs> what a great place to start. Okay. I'm do, so excited. This is this yeah. is my favorite category, actually, this one. So You know what, Tim? It was mine too. This yeah. is the one that I had a lot of uh a lot of switches and a lot of trouble coming up with the ten because I had so many things that I wanted to put on there. I'm I'm guessing that was all your categories, but thank, thanks for saying that. <laughs> now, okay, th these are in no particular order, right? No, no, they, no. They might, I'm, I might, I'm sure I could rank them in an order, but we didn't want to do that. So we're just going to blast these out. That is not what this is about. It's okay. not about order. Here we go. My list consists of Fear Agent, ran from 2005 to 2011, so it okay. sneaks into... This decade. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I don't know how you did your list. Not like that. Okay. Well, Ma not like... I'll tell you when it comes to me. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Written by Rick Remender, 32 issues. Next, Deadly Class, 2014 to present. It is ongoing. Written by Rick Remender, mm. 40 issues. Interesting, Tim. Day Tripper, 2010. Fabio Moon, Gabriel Ba, 10 issues. Next, Space Punisher, 2012, Frank Thierry, Mark Teixeira, four issues. Nice. Wool. Yes. 2014, Hugh Howie, six issues. Mr. Miracle, 2017 to 2019. Tom King, writer, 12 issues. Lock and Key, 2008 to 2013. Mm -hmm. Written by Joe Hill, 37 issues. Before Watchmen, Ozymandias, written by Len Wein and Jay Lee, six issues. Cool. Fatal, 2012 to 2014, written by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, 24 issues. And finally, Moon Knight by Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev, 2010 to 2012, 
12 issues. Good list, Tim. Thank you. I think I want to hear you questioning me about some things on my list. Because I can talk about all of these, but what I'm, I'm guessing some of those caught you off guard. Um, yes, I would say some of them did catch me off guard. Um, specifically, there was one on the list that I had not read. Really? Which one was Before Watchmen. That's the one. Oh, yes. That's the one that got me a little off guard. I, I have a couple Before Watchmen books, haven't read them at all. So I want to okay. know a little bit about that. Okay, well, I'm a big Watchmen fan. I know you are as well. Yeah, for sure. Now, in the movie, Ozymandias was actually my favorite character. I loved him. I thought he was so damn cool. But we don't get anything about like how he came up or mm-hmm. what his origin was. It was all just currently what was happening there. And it was really interesting. So what we get in this six issue arc is we get his origin story. And it is so awesome. Cool, cool. If you're a fan of the movie and this character, you have to read these six issues. They're so much fun. It's it's just like, I I really don't want to give much away on this one. But you you really just get to see his upbringing as a superhero because he was a superhero before. You know, in the movie, he, um, I, I don't even, don't even know if you can call him a supervillain. Like you kind of can, but you can argue that he's not as well. But in the comic, he's definitively a superhero. We get to see his rise to riches, how he earns his, his money and makes this empire. Um, we get to see kind of his, his early, um, meetings with some of these other characters from the movie. Uh-huh. And we just have a really cool story arc going throughout it. I like that. Yeah, because he's sort of like the, well, the villain, I guess, in, in Watchmen, um, even though he's trying to do something for humanity. It's, it's that, you know, classic villain thing where it's like you got to kill a bunch to save a bunch. Uh, it would be interesting to yeah, they can't, dig into that. They don't do a lot with his character in the movie because you don't really know he's the, the focus of the evil, totally. evil plot. Yeah. So they kind of hide that. So it's kind of like a, a mystery. So yeah. they have to keep him kind of close to the hip. Yeah, you can't really get into his character and his decisions. Why? Because it's sort of supposed to be a twist, kind of, right? Like, it's supposed to catch you off guard towards the end. Right. When Because you, you don't know it's him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, highly recommend that. Cool. That really enjoyed good. it. Yeah. I like. Uh, I also like your last one there on the list, The Moon Knight. Yep. Uh, I like a lot of Moon Knight comics. This one, I haven't read. Okay. I haven't read the Bendis one. Okay. But I've heard you talk about it, and I've heard you tell me that it is good. I have. So, Moon Knight, growing up, was my favorite comic run. Yeah. Um, just loved it, loved the character. Now, what they've done here is they've done something really interesting. So Moon Knight, uh, well, Mark Spector more specifically has kind of, he struggles with, um, mental disorder and in, in most of the comics, it's just something that he kind of has, um, as, as a, an, uh, you know, an attribute, yeah. one, an, a character attribute. Yeah. What they have here is they have him suffering from multiple personality disorder the interesting thing and what makes it fun in the comic is that his multiple personalities are Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So he thinks he's on a foursome with uh, these guys. Oh, man. So he carries a shield. Yeah. He has um, like a claw hooked on his arm. And I'm, I can't, I think he's got some sort of web shooter as well. Right. That's great. But he's going into fights with thugs thinking that there's four of him. Wow. And... You know, he's got the leadership of Captain America. He's got um, the just the hardcore fight for your life at all costs that Wolverine has. Yeah. And then he's kind of got the more reserved, 
um, more thinking side almost of Spider-Man. Right. And he puts that all together with his own character. Yeah. And it's really interesting. And he cool. kind of gets thrown into this really, really cool story where he's tracking down uh, an Ultron head. So an Ultron head is falling into the wrong hands and he's kind okay. of left to kind of figure out how to get this head back. So it was a lot of fun. Now, when he's Wolverine, does he do anything to the max? Everything is to the max okay, with, with him and Wolverine. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. So I wouldn't have it any other way. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Uh, so uh, maybe just to jump over to your fear agent that you included, one of uh, one of my favorite comics of all time, probably one in my in my top five. Um, I didn't I didn't include it because of it. It did spill into you know 2010 and on. Um, we'll get to my list why I didn't include it. That makes um, sense. I mean, the majority of it is in 2000s, mm-hmm. so I could see how you left it out. That's sort of what I, I did. I didn't do that. I, I thought that if it made it into the decade, I counted it because even that one, it it still would have made my list for whatever came out in that one year or two year span that made the decade. For sure, I would be calling out that. Honestly, it's so I think good. I think the end of that story really ties everything together and makes it. So I can see that, you know, that even just that last year can make it for you. Yeah. Right. So I'm totally yeah totally totally good with that. Uh, that's kind of what I did. Spoiler for mine a little bit, but Lock and Key is on mine oh, as well. There you go. Already throwing out the spoilers. <laughs> Classic Dean. Where are we at? 14 minutes, everybody. Dean's already dropped a spoiler. Uh, that's that's kind of right on time for you. I, I right around there. So. I think so. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. I like. Sorry about that. I don't care about spoilers. Okay? I know you don't. I don't you care. Clearly don't. I don't care. Okay. I mean, I wanted to talk about Lock and Key, so I brought it up. Exactly. Okay, Tim. Exactly. I hear you. So, um, oh, let me throw this out then. Yeah. Another reason why Fear Agent had to make my list. Yeah is because it is the greatest comic of all time. Whoa! For me. Sorry, I spiked. I, I spiked said there. It. I said it. Okay? Yeah. My uh, favorite wow. of all time. Okay, great. I. It's funny. It's sad. It's exciting. It's genius. It's fun. It's epic. Yes. These are all words that describe this book and are true. Awesome. I can't wait to do it on this podcast. We won't I'm, talk anymore I'm about getting it. fired up right now. We won't now. talk anymore about it. No, we don't no have to. Spoilers. No, we're, we're for sure doing that. It's okay. just when. Cool. Um, so, I don't know. Those are good. We I, could, you've, you've, uh, we you've, could move on. Yeah, we can move on. You've recommended uh, Wool to me. I've read it because of you. Fatal, I read it because of you. Um, so I knew those were going to pop up on your list. Yeah. Uh, you love Rick Remender just like I do. So I, I was thinking Deadly Class would be on there. Um, there's some... You know what? The... There's going to be more spoilers for my list if I want to talk about another one okay. on yours. Well, go ahead. Let's do it. I just want to say that I'm glad Mr. Miracle made your list. Yeah. I I was thinking that it would um, because of a conversation we had. It is the glaring um, missing comic from my list. It's sort of the one that is for sure should be on a top 10 list and isn't on mine solely for the fact that I haven't finished it. Oh, you haven't finished it? No, it's... okay. What happened was I read the first four issues as they were coming out monthly and realized this is super special. Right. And I want to read all 12 at once. Oh, okay. So sure, I, wa- I waited for the collection to come out and I've just kind of been waiting to read it and yeah. I haven't quite had that time yeah. where I sat down and read it. So I know that this is, you know, one of the best of the decade, but it, it is missing from my list and I just wanted to point out, and I'm glad it's on yours. I wanted to point out that that's why it's not there. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. There's so much great content on here that we will be covering in the future so yeah. if anybody wants to 
digest some of this content before we get to it, feel free to jump on some of these because we will be doing them. Yeah, a top, a top that's that's true. A top 10 list of ours is really just a, a spoiler for episodes yeah, to come. that's right. Here's 40 episodes that might be <laughs> coming up in the future. Here's what's coming down the pipe. Yeah. Okay, great. Then let's go to the hat. Cool. I hope we pick out all yours before we pick out any of mine. That'd be the worst. That'd be fun, right? You just talk for an hour. I don't want to straight talk for an hour. Do you want to pick one this time? Mm-hmm. Nothing jumped out. Okay. I have one in my hand. Dean Movies. Okay. Which is that, the, that's a great follow-up to a Tim great, Comics. It's a great it? follow-up. And uh, it just happens to be the page on my notebook that I have open, so we don't have to listen to any rustling papers. So I have I have a theory. Oh, okay. Before we get into Dean Movies, I have a theory. Okay. My theory is because we're talking back, we don't talk about anything that's very modern. This whole list idea of yours was a secret ploy so that you could talk about Avengers Endgame. Tim? Am I right or am I right? Tim, I have three movies on this top ten list that are from 2019. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so I can talk about them on a podcast. All right. All right. I know you too well. This is my, this is my idea um, for this reason. Yes, you're correct. Okay. So I'm going to run down this movie list. Um, from, uh, chronologically. Okay. Okay. From the beginning of the decade to the end. And some of these, some of these are going to be obvious to you and some of them might be not. So we can talk about those. Great. Uh, okay. So from 2010, I have Inception. 2011, Warrior. 2014, we jump to 2014. Interstellar. 2014 again, Whiplash. 2016, Arrival. 2017, Blade Runner 2049, 2018, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, then 2019, I have three here, Marriage Story, okay, Ad Astra, and Avengers Endgame. Great. So, curiously, Infinity War didn't make your list, did it? It didn't. Okay, interesting. And my, um, it's close. Yeah. It, it's sort of in the... Let um, me guess. You didn't finish it. You wanted to wait on it <laughs> until you could watch it all exactly. before it could make your list. Exactly. I, st- I went into the theater for <laughs> Infinity War. I watched the first 10 minutes, knew it was going to be great. <laughs> so I left the theater. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's uh, in my 2018. It came as my sort of number two movie of the year right behind Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Uh, but it did, yeah, didn't quite crack the top 10, but it was right there. Okay. So... Yeah, there are some that I expected and some surprises, for yeah. sure. Inception, I was certain, would be on your list. Yeah. I struggled with Interstellar. It was on my list and, yeah. and got removed. Okay, a movie we went to together. Yeah. And then traveled through time. Yeah. After, we, afterwards. We did. Yeah. yeah, that's when we found that time travel yeah, existed. Yeah, we were, we were actually in that movie, and when we got out, it was 25 years later. And we were in a wheat field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was bizarre. It was really weird. Great movie, though. Yeah. Um, I'm really, the one that comes out at me mm-hmm. is Warrior mm-hmm. because I have heard of this movie. I know of it. I never went to it because I thought it would be some cheese fest. So I'm surprised that that made your list and I'd like to hear a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's just one of those movies that it's I like a, watch. it's like a cage fighting movie, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a MMA. Yeah. MMA movie. Um, it's a movie. It has Tom Hardy in it. Uh, it's a movie about a family. 
And it's a movie about specifically... A family of cage fighters. Specifically brothers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Who okay. have a sort of a, a father that has pushed them sort of to the max to the point where he, he, they've both kind of gone away and the family's kind of split up because of it because he was also oh, an alcoholic. So family, boom, like just kind of torn apart. Yeah. And so it's about, it's about fighting, like kind of almost fighting for your life. Like when they, when they get in, both these guys need these fights. They need the money. So it's kind of, it's like a down on your luck type um, split up family movie. And I just kind of, I love those. Yeah. Um, it's a lot about the brothers and how they sort of relate. Um, like brother movies. We have mm-hmm. a brother podcast. So I yeah. just like connect. Um, and being MMA, I connected with it too. Uh, you like to do a little cage fighting. I've, I've done that in the past. You actually have an MMA record. It's a losing record. It's a losing record, but you you were robbed. <laughs> I was, I've seen the video. I was you a little were bit robbed. robbed. I was robbed. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just really connected with it sort of on that level. Um, and it's just a movie that I can watch over and over. Cool. Yeah. I did not expect that to make your list. Yeah. That's neat. Now, I recognize the name Whiplash, but I don't know what that is. Okay, so Whiplash. Oh, I love Whiplash. It's it's a movie. Who's the director? I, I don't remember his name. Okay, so it's, it's is it someone like super famous or is it more no. of an, an indie thing? Yeah, it's a, it's an indie movie. Okay, um, it's a movie about a guy's life basically, but it's a it's a drumming movie. And oh, I saw that. Okay, yes, it's got uh, a J Jonah Jameson is in it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, that movie was super good. Yeah. Oh, it, that kid is drumming so hard, hey? Yes, and he's doing that. He stuff. drums till his hands bleed. Yes. And oh, that movie was great. It is great. It's, I forgot all about that. It's basically about... It is pushing someone sort of to the max, to the max, and and being super, super critical and on their back. Is that what will make them great? Yeah. Is like, while they're drumming, throwing a chair at their head and making them duck because they missed a note. Right. Is that going to help them or is that going to hurt them? Um, and just sort of... I, I play the drums. I'm not very good. Um, but I have been in competitive sports at a high level where coaches are kind of on you like that. Yeah. They're kind of maybe physically, no, not physically, sorry, verbally abusing you. And it's, is that going to help you or is that going to hurt you? And can you take it? And I actually ended up dropping out because I couldn't take it. I didn't want to take it anymore. I, the fun gets out of the game. Sure. So I was really into this movie about... A guy, a kid who wants to be great and thinks this is the way he needs to be great. He thinks that the abuse that he is taking, the verbal abuse that he's taking, is what it will push him over the limit. It's great. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Yeah, okay. And the movie's just so tense. I'm so, yeah. like, tense oh, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great, that was a great movie. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else? Well, give me your 2019s again. Okay, was, so I have uh, Marriage Story. Okay, haven't seen that. Ad Astra and Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Okay, well, Dean, I'll give you your moment. We can talk about Endgame. Oh, I just, I can't deny Endgame. Like, <laughs> it can't be denied. Endgame is so incredible to me. It's such an incredible movie in itself, but then also just the payoff of a 22-movie run, a 11-year run of movies. And Endgame is so special because they pay off those other movies. They didn't know what they were going to be doing then. A director did a movie and then handed it off to the next guy. And he did it and handed it off to the next woman. And she did it. Like, 
it just went on and on and on, adding things, changing things. And then they brought it all together in the end where all these things paid off. They paid off so many things that you like just thought were gone. You thought that they lost the thread yeah. and it was just gone. Yeah. And in like just the movie as a whole, I think is very, I guess three hours long. And I, I never really feel, feel bored while I'm watching oh, never, it. Like never. I'm so into it. And it's just, for me, it's such an amazing thing that'll never happen again. I don't think you'll have a 22 string of movies that could pay off like that. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, yeah, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. So it was definitely going to make this list. Yes, there was no doubt that this was ever not going to make it onto your list. No, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. It, it's such a great, it's such a great movie. It's such a great story. Um... I mean, you could almost put Infinity War and Endgame together as one yeah. and just call that a movie. But, I mean, you said it already, just everything that everything that they tied up. And really the way that they went about time travel in that was is really intelligent. Yes. And I was really concerned after Infinity War because I, I really, really, really liked Infinity War. And I didn't really know how they were going to up the ante with Endgame. Yeah, it's amazing. They it's kind so of, much fun. They kind of just stumbled upon it again because they had made this quantum realm thing in Ant-Man and just sort of realized that without without that being the plan, the quantum realm thing is not something that's in the comic, in the in Infinity Saga. Right. Um, and then sort of realized that there is some science out there to prove or like so to theorize that the, like there, there's a quantum realm and you can use that to time travel. I think my favorite part of that movie was how much of a badass Thanos was without the the gems. Yeah. When he's just at the end fighting Captain America. Oh, yeah. Thor and Iron Man. And he's just a dick. And he's just kicking the yeah. shit out of them. It's Thanos before he has this... Uh, this idea that he's going to save the world, right? It's just like yeah. asshole Thanos who's yeah. like, screw you guys. Right. Like, I did something great. I didn't, yeah. I don't have the idea for it yet, but I did something great and right. you didn't appreciate it. So he's he's kicking ass in that. Yeah, awesome. I, I like... My, my favorite part probably of the movie is when they're all talking about where to find the gems because I heard like a podcast with the directors and they're like, that scene is basically how we figured it out where they were all just talking and they're like, okay, where are all the gems and what, what time right, are they? Right. And how can we get them all together? And where are we going to take this movie? Uh, is, and that's what it seemed like, right? They're just all like sitting around a table and thinking and yeah, yeah it was fun. We dug ourselves into this, this hole. Totally. Now, how do we get out of it? Totally. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Dean and more. Oh, okay. Let's do my more. I got, so we didn't really have we didn't really have any guidelines on. We this didn't have more. any parameters yeah. with and more. Now yeah. this is going to be a really interesting one. Yeah, I've had I have some like I have a lot of TV in here because that's what our and more has been so far. It's been yeah. Star Trek episodes. Yeah, so I, I have a lot of TV in here, but I also have a few a few off the wall things. Me too. Okay, good. So let's start with TV. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Black Mirror. Survivor, which I know didn't start in this decade, but uh, this decade, it's been playing the entire decade. Orphan Black, which I mentioned on this podcast before. Yes. Hot Ones, which is a YouTube show. Okay, yeah, I know that. So here come my other things. Hogwarts Battle, 
which is a Harry Potter board game that I have played hundreds of hours and calms me down whenever I am feeling like life is a little too much. Great game. Uh, Attica Riots, which is a band that I saw sort of rise. Um, they're a local band. I went to a lot of their um, concerts and then saw them kind of become big. Uh, Gringotts Bank Ride at Universal Orlando. Say what now? Gringotts Bank Ride at Universal Orlando. Gr- Harry Potter. Gringotts. Gringotts Bank. Gringotts Bank? Yeah, it's a Harry Potter thing. Went to Orlando this year and is the best ride there. It's unbelievable. Okay, awesome. Uh, we, we, we can get into it. That's but... cool. Well, yeah, I want, definitely want to get into that okay. one. And so then the last thing is, this one is kind of wide. It's a big one. Okay. But great art on beer cans. Okay, I like that. That's very cool. That I do not like. I mean, That's I wasn't a good drinking. One. I wasn't drinking very much before this decade. But in this decade, I've noticed towards the end of the decade, a lot of these breweries have great art on their cans, like top notch. And now I'm looking. I just go in and look for great art on a can and buy that beer. Right. So that's just something I am really into this decade. Cool. All right. What do you want to get? You oh wanna, my goodness. What do you want to get into? Okay. Some of the TV. Like, we know some of the TV's like, great. We don't need to talk about Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. and Yeah, so Breaking Bad made my list. Tim, yeah, now you're spoiling. I am spoiling, but we're further into the podcast. True. So the closer we get, the more comfortable I am with spoilers. <laughs> okay, okay. So I think what I want to get into yeah. is... Let's just get into the um, Gring Whores <laughs> Vault Bank Ride. Okay, Gringotts Bank Ride. Okay, so... In uh, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So oh, so hold on. Maybe I'll preface that. Yeah. I'm not really into Harry Potter. No. I've only seen the first one. Okay. I enjoyed it, yeah. but I just didn't really go on from there uh, for no reason other than I think by the time I saw number one, there were already like maybe four of them. Right. And I was just like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to catch up with this. And I kind of just... Yeah. It just fizzled out for me. So I have nothing against harry potter i know you're just not people are yeah. really into it and it's really big and i enjoyed what i saw in the first one but i'm just i don't know really anything about it you just it. never consumed it yeah. yeah i am huge into it i love it i think it's a great story i think half-blood prince uh, here i'm getting into stuff that's uh, outside this but i just think half-blood prince is like one of the best movies there is but it came out in 2009 so that's okay. not on my list but okay um so the gringotts bank ride in harry potter the bank they go to is called gringotts bank so you walk in at uh Universal Orlando, they have this bank and you walk in and it's like, looks exactly like the movie. And you go through and you go, you go through like the main area where all the tellers are. And there's a bunch of like goblins that are just animatronics that look amazing. Then you go down into the vaults and in the movie, you're really scared at this point, right? I'm super scared. Yeah. I am terrified of rides. Yeah. You seem a bit scared telling me about it. It's a little, it's a little scary. You're, that's sweat coming down your brow. It might be, yeah, it might be. I got. It's okay, oh. Dean. We're in a safe place here. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you're in the bank vault, and in the movie, how they get from the the bank vaults are underground, and how they get from vault to vault is on a roller coaster. So it was oh just, no way. Yeah. So it's just like oh that's obvious. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was just like obvious that they were going to make this ride, and they have a whole story in the ride. You get on this like little trolley thing. And you go through, you know, all these roller coaster type things, but they have story along the way that kind of leads you through it. And by the end of the ride, 
I teared up a couple times. I wrote, oh, really? I wrote this like six times, and a couple of the times I teared up at the end of the ride. It is, for me, it is the fourth best Harry Potter movie. Okay, so hold on. So so this is not a roller coaster. It's a ride, but it, is it a ro- is it like a ride roller coaster? Like you're on a roller coaster or you're not on a roller coaster? I've been on some rides before yeah. where you're like, you're sitting in something. Yeah. And it's kind of like moving up and down and right. shaking you around. And then you're going through like a, you're kind of yeah. flying through a movie that on the screen in front of you. It's like that. It's both of those. So it has both aspects. It really? is a screen in front of you that moves and it moves you around, but then you'll tilt and drop. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. And, and you'll see that you'll tilt, you'll, you'll be watching a screen and you'll be like, oh, this is neat. This is what we're doing. And then they'll tilt you and you'll see there's no bottom. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your cart just goes. Oh, cool. So it's like a combination of both. You so wear... how does that work then? If your cart goes, do you go to a different area with yep. a new screen? Yep. Wow. You're on a track that takes you to a bunch of different rooms with a bunch of different screens. That's insane. Yeah. And they drop you a number of times. The first drop is kind of my favorite thing in Orlando. Like yeah. just that first drop. Because you're so surprised. You, you're so surprised. You just go into a room and all of a sudden you're watching something happen. You're like, oh, this is cool. This looks neat. And then they do that tilt and you see a tunnel way low and you're like, we're not going to that, are we? Right. How are we going to get to that tunnel? And then you go. It's so fun. Wow. Yeah. So I just, that that ride, I, I'm kind of afraid to ride. And that yeah. one, I just wanted to go, I just wanted to keep going on. There's something about indoor rides that don't scare me. It's like the heights is my problem. So yeah. if I don't know I'm that high. So how long is that ride? Um, Good question. The ride's probably five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's your fourth favorite it's movie? It's my fourth favorite Harry Potter movie. And you almost cried? I, I cried. That's <laughs> I amazing. I'm tearing up by From the end. story that was yeah. given to you in that yeah. ride? Yeah. That's That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, just the way okay. the way they end it with the music and like the the last thing they say to you as you're kind of going off, it's just like it hit me. And yeah, I think and I think all the Harry Potter movies are good. I'm not saying that like the movies are bad. I just actually think it's the fourth best one. Yeah. Okay. All right, then I want to hear about Hot Ones, but I know about Hot Ones. So, oh. and I think a lot of people know about Hot Ones. Yeah. It's a pretty popular podcast. I want you to tell us a story about your favorite one of your favorite hot ones okay and, and why oh that's you good can. yeah i wasn't ready for that no of course not um so hot, that's how we roll yeah, on this hot podcast. ones <laughs> you, we we hit you with the hey no why don't you do this for everybody right now okay with, with no previous and we're not going to edit no anything knowledge. out no nothing will get edited like a fool it takes a lot to yeah. get edited out it does dave <laughs> dave, dave got edited out he <laughs> Push the buttons to to a new level in the enemy podcast. He basically, he basically shut down the power in the studio <laughs> to get something edited. <laughs> he out. made me. He made me edit some some stuff out that he said. Uh, okay, so um, Hot Ones YouTube show where they eat um, increasingly spicy wings as Sean Evans, the greatest interviewer of all time, asks these uh, questions to uh, you know famous people and. I love at by the end how they get so delusional and like they don't know how to answer the question because they're so I imagine they can't even talk. Yeah, really. they, they can't even keep any of their body functions. Okay, so I know what it is. I know which one I really like. I really love Jeff Goldblum's episode because oh, Jeff I, well, everybody Gold, loves Jeff Goldblum. He's so nice. So and and he's so like he's such a people person. You can tell he's such a people person. He's always sort of he's always sort of uh mirroring your body language so when the guy so when sean like sean evans likes to move his hands a lot like so you know what he's talking about he does all these these motions and jeff goldblum is kind of like moving with him and doing it with him as he is saying it and then he'll just stop and he'll be like 
I love the way you talk. It's so poetic. Like, <laughs> he's just such a nice guy. So I said this was a podcast, but is this actually a, it's YouTube, a YouTube show? show. Okay, yeah, it's so not a podcast. It's not a podcast. So yeah. that's my bad. I take that back. Yeah, it's a YouTube show. And, and and by the end, they call the last wing like the last dab. And they take the sauce and they actually pour a dab on the last wing. One dab? One dab, yeah. So it's like the, the wing's already sauced. Yeah. But they take for the last one, which is the hottest sauce they have, yeah. they actually dab it. They call it the last dab. So Sean Evans always grabs the last bottle as he's asking the last question and starts shaking it. So Jeff Goldblum takes a different bottle and he starts shaking it and he says, what are we doing? <laughs> and it was nice. just a moment I had to pause the show because yeah. I was laughing so hard. He just mirrors exactly what he's doing. He's like, ooh, this is, what are, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. What and a cool guy. At the end of the show, so he gets Jeff Goldblum to rate all the sauces. And Jeff Goldblum's giving them all 10 out of 10. He's just like, picks up the first sauce and he's like, ooh, what a what a fine sauce, 10 out of 10. Yeah. And he just keeps going down the line, giving everything 10 out of 10. Then he gets to the last one, which is like their sauce that they make. And he's like, oh, so good. He's like 11 out of 10. And I just like, it was so nice. Man, it was so I nice to listen to him talk. I couldn't do that. I, like, I like, I like spicy, but I don't like that. Super, no. super duper hot, hot sauce that makes you no, and there's, go bananas. There's one that's like third from, like they do 10 sauces. It's the, I guess, eighth one. It's called Da, da Bomb. Always fucks people up. Yeah. It's amazing when they get there because they think they're cool until there. Then they get there and everybody gets pissed. Like people are like. They're mad. They're mad. They're getting mad. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe take one more from your list. Really quickly, hit me with why Survivor's on your list. Oh, that's a, that's a great one to pick out because I wasn't a survivor watcher until about five years ago. I had never watched survivor before. And what got you into a survivor? My wife, she loves survivor. She's watched every season since the beginning. And I was like, ah, we're really survivor. I don't know about that. She got me into it. We watched it and I am so hooked on it. I think it's such a fantastic show. I love the mental aspect, the physical aspect you know, the social aspect. I just love every part of the game to points where we're watching it and we pause and we try to decide, like... We talk about stuff. We talk about stuff all the time. It takes us two hours to get through just a one-hour episode because we're always pausing. We're always like, ooh, was this the right thing for them to do? Was this right. the right thing for them? How could they do better? Yeah. And I just love it. Yeah, I think it's a great game. I think it's very interesting that the people that get kicked off the show are the ones who choose the winner. So there's like an extra aspect to the game mm -hmm. where you can't piss off people too much because they're going to be the ones voting. Right. And there's someone at the end who maybe someone wins who shouldn't win because if someone's the best at the game, you want to vote them out. Yeah. You want to vote them off the island, right? So it's just interesting to me always how it rolls out and yeah, who ends up winning. I do like Survivor. I've been watching since season one. Amazing. I have. There's a few seasons in there that I missed. I think I just kind of fell out of love with the show. Um, I think what kind of kind of in the middle, they it was getting a little bit repetitive and boring. And then I think they started to do some new interesting things. Kind of got me back on board. But yeah, I, I like to watch the show. Yeah. the the At this point, too, everybody playing is so smart. Because there's been like 39 seasons right. of the show. So yeah. they all have strategies. You can study the shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm actually interested to go back and watch season one. Because I never saw that. Oh, it's way and, different. And I want to see. Yeah, I want to yeah. see how the game is played. Um, I actually got season one for my wife for Christmas. No way. Yeah, so we're going to watch it. Cool. I would highly recommend. I don't think you can find it, though. I think it's season two where they're in Australia. 
Right. You, I, I've seen it. I've seen it on, not I've seen it, but like I've seen it for sale on Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you should check that one out. Yeah, that was, sure. I thought that was far better than season one. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All Here right. we go. Next one. I think, who picked the last one? I picked it out. Oh, you picked no, it I out. I picked it out. You picked so it out. It's your turn. Okay. This is working out. Tim movies. Perfect. Okay. Annihilation. 2018. Oh, in no particular order. Okay, Annihilation, okay. 2018. This will be interesting. Infinity War, 2018. Alien Covenant, 2017. Blade Runner, 2049, 2017. Joker, 2019. Beyond the Black Rainbow, 2012. Hell or High Water, 2016. Moana, 2016. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, 2018. And The Void, 2016. Okay, Tim, great list. Uh, lots here I want to talk to you about. Um, let's first just knock off a couple of them quick. Yep. Uh, ones that were on my short list but didn't make it. You know, yes. like Annihilation, yep. Infinity War, Alien Covenant, yep. all those on my short list. Even Joker. We saw it together this year. Great mm-hmm. movie. Um, what is Beyond the Black Rainbow? Beyond the Black Rainbow is definitely a movie. I it's would definitely like to a cover. movie. It's definitely a movie because it's on my, <laughs> it's it's on my de- list. It's definitely a movie. So stop questioning me. I want to cover this so bad. So I think this, this one will get next year. We'll get this one in here for sure. This is, it's such an incredible piece of art. Okay. You've never seen anything like this. Bit of an art house film. Perfect. But it's. This eerie, chilling story that's shown in the most beautiful way. Like the cool. visuals that you were looking at. It's an, it's insane. Every part of the movie is just pause, print, and it's on your wall. It's a piece of art. The sound, the music, incredible. The story is incredible. The pacing is incredible. Like I mentioned, the colors, the acting is incredible. It's nobody you will recognize. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of the movie Mandy. Yes. That recently came out with yes, Nicolas haven't Cage. Seen it, but yes. This was the director's first movie. Cool. Mandy was his second. Cool. It is incredible. Mandy looks insane. Yeah, I actually haven't like, seen Mandy okay. yet. I've been I've been Yeah, it looks wild. Is it yeah. is it kind of wild like that? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's not too much to say about it other than those things yeah. until we actually dig into it and break it down. Okay. But I promise you by the end of it you will just be saying that was incredible. I've never seen anything like that. I'm kind of uncomfortable. And when can I see it again? I'm pretty stoked for that. It's really good. Yeah, I've actually, now that you're you're saying, talking a bit about it, I think I've seen the name of the film, you know, pop up in certain areas, certain, you know, film group comment sections that I'm on. I've seen that pop up and just not known what it is. Yeah. So that's that's good. I won't look into it at all. Yeah, don't do anything and with we'll, that. Yeah, and we, we will get to that. Yeah. Okay, what else? Um, Hell or High Water, a movie we saw together. Yeah. Watched it. We watched it together. Together at your place? I showed that one to you. Yeah. Moana. Tell me about Moana. Moana. This one was interesting. I had to get it on here because the reason I had to get it on is because I am not a fan of feature-length animated movies. This movie... By the end of it, I was so I felt so good by the end of this movie. Yeah. For for all the reasons. It's a great movie. The I'm I'm a like 
I have an uh, I have a background in animation, yeah. but I hate watching animated movies. Yeah. But the animation in this one was incredible. The art is incredible. It looks so great. The story that they have, it's like this classic Polynesian folklore that they follow. Totally. Which yeah. is something that I, I didn't really have any... I wasn't exposed to anything like that previously. So that was brand new for me and I really liked it. The voice acting is fantastic. What do you think of the songs? Because you don't like the musicals. songs were great. Songs, yeah, are I don't great. like musicals either. I don't. Songs there's so. Are great. This is the thing. There's so many things in this style of movie that turn me off to the movie that didn't turn me off in this movie. Yeah. And the only reason I watched it was because I have um, a five year old at the time who was yeah. maybe three or four when he watched it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I like. So I sat down to watch it with him. I, I will say this is a huge shocker for me that it is on your list for I sure. Mean, I, I would knew never... it would be ever have guessed that no i know and it's just it's for the reasons all yeah. the reasons that this type of movie would never make my list yeah but this one did yeah like a great villain in it yeah um like a misunderstood villain it's just like the whole story it's great yeah. it's great i love that you're the one with the disney film on the top yeah because you're the disney, I'm the disney buff, buff. i'm yeah. the disney fanatic exactly i i almost had one there which one tangled okay tangled i love tangled and i almost yeah. had tangled there it was on my short list but it also, I was not wanting to bring a Disney movie on the top ten to the podcast. I thought you'd kick me out. I thought you'd kick me off. No, no, this is this is a safe uh, space. This is a safe space. Okay, I, I know that your movies are not the ones necessarily that I will like, and yeah. vice versa. So we're yeah. here to talk about it and cool. share with each other why. Cool. I'm glad that's on your list. Like that makes me very happy. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. So let's hit the void and then... interesting one. Okay, the void. Yeah. This is very kind of unknown horror movie. Didn't make a very big splash, but if you are into 80s yes. movies, yes. 80s horror, yes. you will love this movie. Cool. Because the directors of this movie put a great effort into making this feel like that type of movie, like a John Carpenter inspired horror movie. They do all the practical effects themselves. They wrote and directed it themselves. Cool. It's this awesome story. Oh, all the actors are like no names, but they all do a great job. It's this super interesting story set in a hospital. So you're kind of like locked in this one building. You can't, they can't get out. Yeah. If they try to go out, there's like this mob of weird, you don't know if it's like a mystical or human force that's out there. Yeah. So they're stuck in the hospital and then kind of similar to a movie like The Thing, this creature that kind of takes over a body and starts to manipulate it and change it into some grotesque form, that type of a creature is in there with them. Neat. And they don't really have a lot of weapons. There's a pregnant woman who's ready to pop. Yeah. And there's all sorts of things going on. And it's this really interesting story. And it's it gets creepy. It's weird. It's fun. And then really, really good ending. Cool. Really kind of cool, unexpected um ending that you're just like you're like fuck yeah 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 it's great yeah i know you haven't seen it i have it we well, need, we've we need to check it out it a we have times. almost watched it yeah yeah and we we just haven't we've ended up doing doing something else but it's like, a, it's another one i want to cover because I, I think probably a lot of a lot of listeners haven't even heard of this one yeah i think this would be a really fun one to go over and just Perfect. share with people yeah. so stuck in a confined area and horror is my thing 
Yeah. Right? Like, I those know. are my top four movies are that. It's a lot of people's thing. It's, yeah. it's really cool. I love it. It just puts you on edge. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love the feeling you get from that. Yeah. Where you just have to deal with whatever the fuck is in that room. Right. And you can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, we're getting down to it. We are. Dean Comics. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let me, before I get into Dean Comics, my comics. I don't know why I said Dean Comics. Um, That's the category title. Right. Uh, I cheated a bit, but we're going to say it's not cheating. It's all good. I cheated too. Okay. Um, my qualifier was that most of the issues either came out in this decade or, like you did with Fear Agent, what came out in the decade. Okay. I really, really So liked. I cheated way harder than you did. I was just like, if any of it's in this decade, yeah. it's on the list. Tim, I haven't got to my cheat yet. Oh, that's not your cheat. That's not my cheat. Oh. My cheat is, I did full decade runs of a certain named comic, even when writers switched and artists switched. So you have 10 full decade, your favorite 10 full decade runs? No, a couple of them are. Oh, a couple of them are. A couple of them are, yeah. That's not a cheat. That's a a wicked thing. That's cool. Because it's 10 years of Batman. Yeah. Scott Snyder and Tom King. Both. Sure. Like are this. very different, but both are great. So yeah. I didn't want to put Scott Snyder's Batman, Tom King's Batman. Batman. The yeah. 10 years of Batman were sure. great. Okay. Sure. The whole decade of Batman. Yeah. So I got Batman. Okay. Saga. Let's talk about 10 years of Batman. Yes. Let's no, see. I think kidding. I already did it. Yeah, you did. I think I have a podcast. There's a podcast out there yeah. that talked about all of Batman. Batman. Yes. Saga. Yeah. Day Tripper. Lock and Key. The Manhattan Projects. Hawkeye. The whole 10 years of Hawkeye. Thor. I don't know if it was the whole 10 years of Thor, but the Jason Aaron time on Thor. Orkstain, The Wake, and my favorite thing is Monsters. Okay. So I'll, I'll turn that list to you and you can pick out some things that I talk about. Right off the bat, I want to hear why my favorite thing is Monsters made the list because I know what type of a story that is. And it's a very realistic, serious life story. Yes. So I want to hear why that made your list. Maybe it's for those yeah. reasons, but let's hear it. It is for those reasons. It's It made the list because I can't even believe this thing exists. Like when I open up this book, I can't believe what I'm looking at. It's a comic that was drawn in Bic Pen and it looks incredible. Yeah. Like it looks unbelievable. And um, Emile Ferris is the woman who wrote it and drew it. Um, she writes this story that's sort of like a murder mystery story. It's like a 10-year-old girl who's trying to figure out why her upstairs neighbor is missing or died. Um, so it's her notebook. It's sort of told through the little girl's notebook. And it's on like loose leaf paper, so it looks like you're reading a notebook. And she draws herself as a little werewolf. And while you're reading the book, you think it's just kind of cool. Her favorite things is monsters. And like her friends are drawn as different monsters too. But as you get deeper into the book, you realize it's because that's what makes her feel. That's that's what she feels like. Like that's what she feels like she looks like. That's what she feels like. She's kind of an outcast where the people at school are just regular kids, but she's a werewolf. And so it's, it becomes a sad thing. It's, it's not really anymore that it's, oh, neat. Like she's just drawing it as a monster. It's almost like, oh, she feels this is the only way she can feel comfortable. Um... Yeah, and so she just figures out about this woman who lives, who's her neighbor, who's been missing, and she kind of gets into that woman's journal, and you get more sort of loose-leaf type thing. It just, 
Hmm. It looks amazing. Yeah. And I, I cannot open up that book and not just keep flipping and keep reading. And I think it's one of the, like I have it on here, one of the best things of the decade. So how does the title come in then? My favorite thing is monsters. Is, is it that her favorite thing is like the people like herself that yeah. she encounters throughout yeah. her, kind of her life? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And there's a, like th- this book, like not even how did it get made, but like, honestly, how does it exist? It was getting like when it was getting shipped overseas um because she's from overseas i can't remember exactly what country but as as it's getting shipped the boat it's on like gets boarded by pirates who are holding it up for something else that's on the ship and they won't let it go so the the release date had to get pushed oh no way yeah because the boat until like some company paid the money oh wow then they let the the stuff go it's like it's just amazing the whole story behind everything and even with um emile ferris uh i think she got lyme disease when she was younger and was it was an artist before, but it she had paralysis because of that, and then sort of lost her ability to draw and had to retrain herself how to draw. Wow! And just that this thing is done in like a pen. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know much about art. You know a lot more about art than me, but it seems like something with a pen is hard to do. Not easy. Yeah. And there's no going back. No. That's the yeah. Problem with the no pen. Going, yeah. It's amazing. It, I've it seen looks... the art. It is it, for Bic pen. It's incredible for anything. For a pencil, it's incredible. But for yeah. Bic pen, like yeah, it's it's really impressive. But like you said, it's a heavy story yeah so it is hard to it is hard to and it's a big book so it's hard to want to pick that up and reread it again yeah but what i kind of do is i just pick it up and flip through it some books you don't have to yeah did you ever read uh mouse i haven't okay so that's one of them like that's that's such an incredible story and it kind of reminds me of that how like all the characters are drawn as right mice animals you might think at at the start that it's like oh cute and then you're like oh no wait this is horrible yeah right like this is not a cute thing yeah um, so yeah, it was kind of like that when I was reading it, getting into it. I was like, oh, this is actually sad. Okay. Well, let's go from there and segue right into Orkstein. Oh, Orkstein. Do you know about Orkstein? <laughs> no, I don't. I want to uh, hear about it. James Stokoe is like, it's probably my favorite artist and he really doesn't do very much because his work is so detailed. He just does like covers really. <laughs> he never does like interior- oh, cool. interiors. Yeah. Okay. So his covers are my favorite, but he had this comic in the early 2000s for Image um called Orkstein where he did the writing and he did the the art only seven issues came out okay five were collected and two weren't collected I have issue seven I'm missing six no way I have the collection of five and then I have seven but I don't have six I'm looking for it still he creates this fantasy world where everything is organic so like a pop can is alive so when you pop its top, it's screaming because mm. you're busting its head open, mm. but you're drinking its insides, things like that. Like everything is kind of alive. Everything is an organic material. This and sounds like a Grant Morrison story. It does, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just, it's so fun. The world he creates is like amazing. You just get so wrapped into it. The art is just incredible. It's super funny. There's there's things in it, uh, like like the orcs are supposed to be sort of the, the kind of scum, you know, like the lower class or whatever. And so they don't get names. They're named as how they look. So this, your main character has a patch over his eye. So he's called one eye and he's done something wrong. So they have to go find him. So they go, go find me one eye. So the, the guys go out and they round up every orc called one eye. Oh, and yeah. so you just have all these, you have like 50 orcs in a room that nice. just have a patch over their eye because nice. <laughs> they all have the same name. They're just called by what they look like. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's really fun. And 
this specific orc has a superpower that's really neat. Okay. Um, that kind of separates him, and so we get into... What can he do? Uh, he can... He can kind of see... He smells the worst. He can kind of see what he needs to do. Oh. In order to... His foresight. It's kind of foresight, but yeah. it's also like... Yeah, it's... Magical foresight. Yeah, it's like specific points where if he hits that point with something, it's going to work out in his favor. Oh, yeah. Neat. Yeah. That sounds interesting. I'd like to read that, actually. It's... I can, Yeah, I will lend it to you. It is great. I just... Yeah, if you I lend it, it to me, I can read issues one through five and then seven. And that's, I actually haven't read seven because I want six. <laughs> okay, I want to read six. Yeah. I'll just download it on my iPad. I'm, yeah, I'm. It, it's out for download for sure. Um, yeah, great. I love... Oh, I love okay, then State. lastly, okay. give us a quick, quick, brief description on the Manhattan Projects because oh. I read volume one and that's a cool book. Yes. So I don't... How many volumes are there? There are... So I have two deluxe volumes. Okay. So I don't know how they're broken down. There might be... Four. Maybe four. Sounds like maybe four. I think there was four, and then there was a spin-off volume. Okay. So the Manhattan Project's made my list because you're dealing with real people that are the characters in the book, but you're doing things insane with them. Like, Hickman does things that are insane with people like Albert Einstein. Each one of these real people that you know has a unique sort of power or um, something, something unique that's going on in their life that makes each character so interesting so they have this story called the manhattan projects and then after they start a spin-off book on one of the characters okay and i was like oh there's endless material here spin-off on which character uh, they spin they did a spin-off on so like the you know the dog that was put in the first dog that was put in a space shuttle mm-hmm. so apparently that dog in in this book that dog can talk right so that dog and the owner of the dog were the spinoff which was kind of my least favorite character and i loved the spinoff i thought it was so funny and so good and i was like oh just do this spinoff with albert einstein do the spinoff with like all the yeah like fine yeah all yeah. the other guys in the book do all these scientists and i'll be so into all these yeah and hickman's pretty busy with all his other books that sold better so he did he dropped it after that okay after that one spinoff and it was just my favorite thing yeah. like i love hickman and this is my favorite Hickman of the decade, and I wish it didn't stop. It's kind of it's kind of like my gone too soon. Cool. Okay. So what um, what missed the list here? Couple that missed the list. Oh, okay. Couple that missed the list. Four kids walk into a bank. You ever heard of four no, kids? No, never in? heard of that. What else? Um. Well, so I had a lot of Tom King yeah. on there that just missed. Like Vision, I thought was yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Vision just missed my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Miracle, I, I. I thought i'd leave it off though because i hadn't finished it so i I figured that was that's good that was a couple fair that's enough perfect okay good i like that list thanks all right let's back to the hat back to the hat it's your pick i think yeah all right tim video games this is working out kind of nicely hey this was really easy the video game ones like i said i didn't have a lot of trouble with any of these i was just like I fall in love with certain things and I'm so adamant about yeah. it that there, it's perfect. there isn't much question. Like the, the video games was probably the one where I had a few too, too many and I had to cut some off, but still it was just like, I look, I look at a couple of them and I just know this one means more than the other one does. So yeah, for sure. Okay. In no particular order. Right. Hellblade. Senua's Sacrifice. 2017. Gunman Clive. 2015. (laughs) Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, 2013. Alien Isolation, 
2014. Journey, 2012. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, 2015. Super Mario Galaxy 2, 2010. StarCraft 2, 2010. Star Wars Commander, 2014. Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, 2018. Okay. What do you talk about? Well, uh, Tim, I don't play a lot of video games. So we know that. Not a lot on there that I have played. Um,. Why do, you, well, do you want me just to talk about a few then? Like, you pull, yeah, you pull out a few because like me, I'm like, tell me about all of them, Tim. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's run down all 10. Okay. Well, here, I want to, I mostly want to talk about this Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Perfect. Never even heard of it. Okay. This, this game, it was developed by a, um, a small company called Ninja Theory. Now, back maybe 10, maybe more than 10 years ago, they did a game, um, Leg- no, Legendary Sword? No, no, no. Yes. Legendary Sword? No, that's not it. No. It's something, though. Heavenly Sword. Yeah. Heavenly I got Sword. it for you for Christmas. Did you? Yeah. Well, this is all because of you, then. I do know this game, then. Heavenly I Sword. Watched, I watched you play this game a bit. Okay. Heaven- oh, I showed you a bit of this. This yeah. one, yeah. Of, of Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. 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 So Heavenly Sword was this incredible game where it's like one of these, like, hack and slash games kind of in the the vein of uh, devil may cry or bayonetta where you're um you're going around and you'll fight like 30 to 50 people at a time right you're just that powerful you've got all these amazing combinations that you can do super fun game i loved it back at the time because the graphics were kind of cutting edge for the playstation 3 and it was visually stunning um really really good game design um it had some issues like it wasn't quite finished it wasn't quite polished but it's a small company right so anyways i think they do maybe one or two other things and then they come out with this hellblade senua's sacrifice which is not really a sequel to that game but you can tell it's in the same vein as this oh, yeah. game the, the main characters these female characters they look similar and they both have these swords so you, you can tell they took that idea of Hellblade and did something more. And what they did was so much more. Um, it is this super terrifying, exhilarating, like breathtakingly beautiful game for the for the PS4. It's a PS4 exclusive. Um, again, it's just this small development company. I don't know. I think they spent probably years developing this. And they throw in this element of um mental illness that this character is supposed to be having i think the character is supposed to have psychosis so she's hearing voices in her head that's what i remember yeah Yeah. and they tell you to like the best way to play this game is with headphones because there's probably a few different female voices or the tracks are cut so that it sounds like a few different ones and they're kind of popping in all the time Right. But what they're doing is they're actually talking about the game and what you're doing in the game. But it sounds like background noise until you start to clue into it. And they'll be saying things like, don't go there. Oh, or like, I got chills. Too. Yeah, or like, that's the wrong, that's the wrong place to go. She's going the wrong way. And they'll just throw these like weird things in. Oh, cool. It's so yeah. creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. And then, so you don't really know what's really going on with your character. And if your character is experiencing this, this 
game or what's happening. But then in the process, it is so utterly scary, this game. It has had some of probably the most scary moments I've had in any game I've ever played. Cool. Maybe the most scary moments out of any movie I've even seen. Yeah. Just some of the stuff they make you do in it. But the whole time, I'm having so much fun. Cool. I can't not play it. I'm turning all the lights off. I'm just going at it. I love it. And I just recently saw a preview for part two. They have a part two and they have even gone so much further with it. I'm so excited. Nice. Except for the fact that after this game came out, it did so well. It was an indie game. Yeah. And they were asking $50 for it. Indie games are like That's high, yeah. five to 15, yeah. usually 20 bucks is high. This was 50. I bought it immediately because I knew it was going to be good. It sold so well that Xbox bought their company. Oh, or really? Mi- Microsoft, Xbox, yeah. whatever. They bought their company. Okay. Now this game that's coming out is an Xbox exclusive. Oh, no. And that's the only system I've never purchased. <laughs> yeah, you've never and had as, I'm just not going to buy that one. Uh. So I'm totally cheesed at that. But I'm hoping that maybe after it comes out for a year, they'll port it to these other systems totally, like they yeah. always do. So super excited for this second part. Cool. Yes. I so, remember, yeah, I remember watching. I showed you. you showed me. Right the, the opening beginning. scene, yeah. Right at the beginning. Yeah, it was amazing. You're riding in this boat yeah. on this river and there's like hanging corpses yeah. and voices. It's And it just keeps going until you do something. And you're like, I'm going to wait it out. Yeah. Right? We were just sitting on that boat like approaching yeah. for so long yeah. because you're like, I don't think anything's going to happen unless I hit a button. Yeah, it's <laughs> And cool. then you eventually did something and you're like, and then the game started. It's so neat. Yeah. So some of the puzzles they have are so cool. Yeah. And I remember I got you Heavenly Sword because I had heard it's like, the thing about this game is there's maximum number of villains on the screen. Like there's a maximum yeah. amount of people to kill on the well, screen. The thing with that game is you're going up, you're the, the Heavenly Sword, mm-hmm. like the older one, you're going around fighting all these guys and it's really, really hard. And what they give you at the end is the absolute best payoff a game could give you. After struggling for so long, you kind of like at the end, you get, you like, unleash this power of the sword which the sword is supposed to have like a spirit or entity kind of living within it this spirit or entity comes out you kind of it consumes you or you absorb it and then you're on this battlefield i shit you not with thousands of bad guys like i don't even know how the game can run this many characters Yeah. yeah and they're running at you trying to attack you and if they touch you they die they fly backwards <laughs> dead. If you swing your sword, you're killing 30 of them at a time. Amazing. And you're just going through this battlefield, murdering everyone. Yeah. It's so satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> I sound probably sound awful you're right like, now. Oh, I'm a horrible person. Murder, murder. <laughs> Let's say it some more. Okay. Okay, cool. I think, so, I think is, is that it? That's that it. Is that all you want to talk about that, on your list? Um, Anything else? Where are we at time-wise? I could talk about just, just one more then. I'll just talk about this game, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh, yeah. Because this is a game that got me into a a whole new genre of video games. Oh, neat. It's a walking simulator. Okay. Now, this is a a new genre that came about kind of in this decade Mm -hmm. where you kind of walk around and not a lot happens. Like, there aren't aren't antagonists or protagonists. There aren't... Um, a lot of different situations that happen you're kind of just left to kind of explore the environment now some of them go a bit further and have you know game-like elements in it this one the graphics were amazing it's just set in the british countryside so you're walking around this small british town 
like you can go anywhere you want. You can go inside every every house, every building. You can walk up the stairs. You're kind of following this spirit, this orb that's flying around the town from place to place. And if you follow it, you go into houses and then kind of these people who used to live there will kind of pop up in spirit form mm. and just start to tell the story of what happened in oh, this weird. town. Okay, yeah. And you're the only person here. There are no people. Yeah. It's this ghost town, but you encounter these conversations and you're trying to um, like stitch together what happened in this town. And again, th- this the, the payoff for this game was so satisfying. Cool. So it's a shorter game. This one was maybe 15 bucks. Yeah. And really, really, I got to the point where I didn't want to play long games. I was getting frustrated about getting stuck in games. And you just kind of sit down to these and you play for whatever, 10 minutes, two hours, yeah. you know, and it's just, you're just kind of going about at your own pace. You can like go to a bulletin board and just see what's on there and see if maybe any of that means anything. Right, or you yeah. can kind of, you have the chance to be slow and just There's like no solve the puzzle for yourself, right? At your yeah. own pace. So. Yeah, you just kind of do. Yeah. Right? You don't like need to be stressed about getting to a point. Yeah, zero stress. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. That sounds fun. Great. Next. I only have video games left. Oh, but you. There's two have left. Something else. Okay. Two left. Let's see. Let's pull you. Just because I almost jumped the gun there. Let's pull you. <laughs> My, oh, it's me, video it's you? games. Okay, yeah. you video games. All right. Okay, so Tim, I realized. It should be interesting. That yeah. you, have you even played 10 video games? Well, here's what I realized 2010 was the year I stopped playing video games. Okay, that's unfortunate for this, <laughs> it is. this list podcast. I played a lot of video games before that, but when I went to look up all my favorite games, they were all before 2010. So what are we going to do here, Dean? So I did make 10. Okay, g- great. Because I do have a Switch now. Yeah. So I have a handful of games that I play on the Switch now. And then the other games are games where you let me touch the controller this year. Okay. I do (laughs) do that now. I let you 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 play games rather than just watching now. Yeah, you let me touch the controller sometimes. Okay. In no particular order, except these are probably how they came off the top of my head. Okay. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Gunman Clive. Gunman Clive 2. Okay, there you go. (laughs) There you have it. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Okay. Celeste. Hollow Knight. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Mario Odyssey, Alien Isolation, a game you let me touch the controller. Yep. And Worms, Battle Island, just oh. the 10th game that I played in the last 10 years at somebody's house. Okay. Hit us up with Worms, because Worms is fun. <laughs> That's the one you picked. I like Worms. That was the one I just picked because that was the 10th game I had played. Um, Why do you like Worms? I like Worms because you it's a good like group game. Yes. You, you just, uh, you know, you get all these weapons, your little worm guys, you get all these weapons, you just got to plan how to throw them at your, your buddies, like who are also have like their weapons and they're doing stuff somewhere. Like it's, it's kind of like a Smash Brothers type game, but yeah, worms, it's so much fun. It's really fun. I mean, if you haven't played worms before, you have to play it. The, I loved it. The, the problem with it is you're right. You have to play it with a group of people because yeah. you're, you're, you're trying to kill these other people. You're a worm, but you have all these different weapons. But, and it's kind of turn-based, you get a chance to do something and then your turn is done and then the next person goes. But what you're trying to do is you have to use your weapons and and equipment to kind of move yourself around the screen to to even get close to another worm. And then if you do, then you can kill them. So you can almost like target certain friends and try to go after them. And it's a lot of fun. I, I played it, oh goodness, I probably played it like 
probably played one of the early versions of it on the computer. So maybe okay. even like 20 years ago. Yeah. So I haven't played it in a while, but they're fun. Yeah, I had. Pl- I think this one, the one I would played was actually from 2010. Like it was just early in the decade. I went over to a buddy's house who had it and we had a good time. Like, yeah. There was four of us there and we played it all night. So I just remember having a great time with that. Okay. So the next one I definitely want to hear about is Alien Isolation, because I think you've only played this game for maybe 15 minutes and watched <laughs> me play for maybe an hour. Yeah. So I want to know how this makes your list. What 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 cap- captivated you about that game in such a short time? It was on my list. Okay. I know why I liked yeah. it, because I played the whole thing. Um, it was on my list because, again, it was just another game that I could have played that could make my list. But okay. also, <laughs> also, I love it. Uh, we only put... <laughs> We only played. I'm having such a hard time believing. Like, that's <laughs> on my Tim, list because it's a game I played, but I love it. Tim, there were no runner-ups in this category for me. Like, I sure. actually don't have a runner-up. Yeah. I did not play another game. Right. Um. But we played this level that was. I don't know if this the way the whole game goes. No, because you showed me some other levels. But we played a level that was exactly like Alien. You were on the ship that they were on an Alien. And, like, that's my favorite movie. It's my all-time movie. So it was like playing the movie. It was, well, you know it was what, so Dean? fun. I'm going to interject a little bit here. Okay. I got this one for you. Okay? Oh, thanks. Yeah, you okay, Let me, oh, let me cover this one. Oh. Let me explain why this was your favorite. Okay, I'll hold your beer for you. Okay, no, no, I'll be fine with that. <laughs> so this was on your list and one of your favorites because this is the very first Alien game that was done the right way. It's the very first game. Took the words right out of my mouth. Exactly. I know you were you were thinking it. You just couldn't get your words out. <laughs> it's totally. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having trouble getting my words. Look, out. most of the games, most of the alien games, are based on aliens. The second one, like with the military, some of them are Makes based sense. on Alien versus Predator. They throw everybody in there. This is the first one based on Alien One, the movie. The idea that you are in an area in this case, a space station, with a single alien, and you are unable to combat it. It is far too powerful for you. And it is looking and hunting you, t- trying to kill you. And they have the androids. Like, the androids are around. Yeah. They're bad as well. Yeah. And there's, like, humans around as well. Hum- bad, bad guys that yeah. are trying to kill you as well and steal whatever you have because it's like an abandoned space station. It's also, scary. It's fun. It's yeah. terrifying. It's... Yeah. It, it it's it's kind of fucking terrifying. It is fucking terrifying. What we what we played every time I saw like the aliens just roaming around and you just basically have to avoid him in that first level and get to a place where you're supposed to get to. Yeah. And every time we saw him, I just hauled ass in the other direction. Like you just get you're so scared. We had to hide in a locker at one oh, point. Oh, you're hiding time, so much. And then I was breathing too loudly yeah, in the you locker. Breathed too loud. And I didn't know the buttons like I couldn't hit them in time to yes. not breathe and he just opens that locker and rips you to pieces. I was terrified. Yes, that reminds me of a couple of good points. What you could do with the PlayStation 4 for this game is you could set up the camera. I guess you'd set up the camera if you had the PlayStation camera. And what that would do was that you could... I like where this is going. You could lean your body and your character would lean around a corner and look around the corner. And then if the microphone picked up any sounds in your room, the alien would detect that. So the alien in the game, the AI for the alien is incredible, but in the game, it will detect, like if you walk and you bump a chair in a room and the alien is near, it will come right to you. That's amazing. So in your house, if there were sounds, the alien would pick up on that and come to your character. 
So really, awesome. I never played, yeah. I never had the camera. I never played it with that. How great would it be if they got like a heart rate monitor? And like, if your heart rate was up too high, then yeah. they think you're breathing too loudly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like, he'd like bust That'd be cool if yeah. Yeah, your heart rate was connected to the characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. That game was fun. Like we played it right for like 15 minutes. Well, one of the things that we played, was, which was super cool, was it was a um, DLC. And it was actually oh. playing on the, the ship, the Nostromo yeah. from Alien. You're yeah. on the Nostromo. Yeah. You are characters. The characters from the first movie are there voiced by the characters from the first movie and you're trying to do like the final scene and kill this alien amazing yeah we got like we got our asses handed to us I you especially i got my ass i was letting you me. play it you, you were letting chance. me play i, got, I wouldn't have done much better but i got past like the first checkpoint and then i just couldn't find the next one I, and, and I, I was trying to help you i couldn't we couldn't find our way out of there i died so many times we did we died a lot i'm not, i was not great at that game well no it was hard I mean, yeah you jumped into a hard hard part there but Okay, great. Well, that's good then, I think, for video games. Sure, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, best game in the world ever. Okay. Should just say I mean, that. We probably should just touch on that. We should just say that. I mean, I don't want to spoil but, yeah, too much, because I know yeah. you haven't played it. I haven't played it, yeah. But I just want to say that this is the game. A lot of people agree with you. It got game of the year okay. last year. Okay, good, because like for me, this is the game. It's just, okay. there's so much to it, and it looks so amazing. Uh, and yeah. Every day that I live on the earth... I get one day closer to buying a Switch. Amazing. I know. I'm, I'm just you getting also, closer and closer. You also get one day closer to dying. That's true. So maybe you should point. just do it. I know, I know, I know. It's a lot of money, though, just for <laughs> I know. the one game. I know. Um, there's also DLC for it. And I waited months before I had, like, after I'd finished the game, I waited a couple months, maybe three or four, before getting the DLC. And I would suggest that because it was amazing like it paid off huge for me and i think it might have been all the time i spent away from the game okay then getting the dlc so waiting waiting to play i the think DLC. waiting to play the dlc you'll appreciate it more if you go right into it you'll be like well i don't know if that was enough yeah but taking a break it's enough like it, it okay. everything pays off hard i think in that dlc good okay the last category what is it what look, is it tim look, I'm, what I'm... could it be even though there's only one thing left, I'm still, still I'm still pulling it out of the hat and looking at it you, like you with excitement. It so slowly, <laughs> like, you're what's like, it gonna what be? could it be? Is oh, it going to be Tim oh, movies? Oh, Tim and more. Oh, Tim and more. How's that even possible? Tim and more. I'm going to close my notebook because I'm done. All right, Whew. here we go. Yeah, what do you got on this more? Love, death, and robots. Yeah, I know about it. 2019. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Animated show. Star Wars: Clone Wars. Animated show. Yep. Yeah. 2008 to 2013. 2010. Netflix launches its streaming service in Canada. Oh, what a great entry, Tim. <laughs> what a great entry. Um, Samurai Jack, season five, 2017. Good one. 2010, Apple iPad. I cool. love my iPad. Yes. I've had a few. It's how I read my comics. We've talked about my love for having all these comics in totally. one place. Love it. Breaking Bad, 2008 to 2013. Hawaii Life, oh. 2013 to current. We watched some of that. Yeah. It's yeah, a great we, show. Yeah, we did. It's a great show. Moving Art, 2014 on Netflix. We watched some of that, too. We watched some of that. <laughs> the House of Small Cubes. This is a cheat. This one's a bit of a cheat. How so? It's uh, an animated short. Okay. About 8, 10, 12 minutes, something like that. Pretty short one an Academy Award, but it was a Japanese short. But it got placed on Netflix 2016. 
So cool. the first time okay. I really had a chance to see it was on Netflix. I'm going to let it slide. Definitely want to talk about that one. And then uh, my last one, 2010, Visa Tap. <laughs> Visa Tap, that's great. Visa Tap. That's great. That came in 2010? Yeah, well, uh, to Canada. Oh, to Canada, cool. We live in Canada. Great. It's a Canadian podcast. 2010, we get, we get Visa Tap technology. Tim, that's a great list. Okay. I love it. I want to talk about everything. Like, let, No, uh, I got to okay. pick a couple. Okay, I'm going with... Uh... Oh, I wanted to talk about everything. Okay, just give me... First, just give me... Um, that that cubes one okay okay the cubes okay and i can give it to you really quick because it's really short it's such a beautiful short animated story and again i don't think there's any words you're just watching what's happening but i i think it's still on netflix if people can take anything from this podcast it's please go watch this animated short wow it is so beautiful it's just this it's this story of this this couple and they live wherever they live in a place they live in a town and the water keeps rising so they keep having to build onto their house they kind of build these new houses on top of their other houses as the water just keeps going and going and it goes through the generations and there's just this little beautiful story that goes on it's so heartwarming and genuine and you just don't get a lot of stories like this anymore and to, to make a story without dialogue and to have it be so impactful it's a it's a like a 2d traditional animation uh i've watched it a few times i love it yeah check, i will def- check I'll it definitely out. check, it, check out. it out i don't want to put you on the spot right the anymore, house but... of small cubes okay i was just gonna say it looks like you're about to cry <laughs> i think I, i'm crying <laughs> you're crying I, I'm, I'm for sure crying on the inside <laughs> yeah. if not on the outside okay yet. i'll definitely check it out <laughs> yeah um i'll do something on uh social media to maybe promote this after the cool. podcast comes out i'll, I'll maybe if it's on Netflix, maybe I can, I don't know, share a link or something or just do a picture. I'll do something with it. Okay. One other one I want, I want to talk about. Are you good on that one? Yeah. Okay. Another one I want to talk about is moving art. So where we have said before that the jacket is the reason for the podcast. I think really the jacket's like the content is the reason the podcast. I think moving art is why we have this podcast. Say what now? Yeah. Because How, how so? How so is. We would get together and like once a week and just hang out, just have some beers and talk now, about Now this is back when you lived in that we lived in the same city. When we lived in the same city, we get together once a week, have some beers, talk about stuff. And I don't know which time it was, but you decided to put on moving art onto the TV, your amazing looking TV, and play some music. Yes. And I feel like that moment when you put on moving art and the music, I started to open up. Oh. Okay. And I started to talk more deeper about the things we were talking about get more into it maybe it was the beer we were consuming. <laughs> maybe it was the beer maybe we got more maybe beer it was during the music that time. Yeah. maybe it was the moving art <laughs> but i i just like vividly remember moving i'm gonna go to tim's tonight and we're gonna put on moving art and we're gonna have a serious talk about star wars <laughs> like, yeah i just i just knew we were gonna like I, we were gonna really dig into something with that moving art on and so for me like those moments when when we talk and then uh, would get together once a week. I remember the moving art. Yes, check out moving art and put some of your own favorite music on, and just listen to music and watch moving art. Yeah, that's it what you would do. You would mute it and amazing. you would put on your own music. Yes, yeah. yes, and sometimes just some of the music will just match some of the imagery yeah. so well. It's basically like um, I think it's like 4K drone footage for the most part of just yeah. some of the most beautiful places in the world. Kind of picture like planet Earth. 
with no narration and just some of the most beautiful scenery you could ever see. Yeah. It's it's great. Yeah. But if you're with someone, just beware because you're going to open up. Yeah. You're going to get exactly. deep into whatever you were talking about. You look like you're about to cry now. I, I, now I'm tearing up. <laughs> look at us. Bit. Look, it's a year-end, a year-end tear fest yeah. here. Yeah. Well, as it should be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> should we sing Old Lang Syne together? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh, we're done. We're done. Okay. <laughs> Took that too far. Well, we're just in the we're in the festive singing mood. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we are. We sang last episode. Yeah, we we're did. singing this episode. <laughs> we're just we like to sing. We love to sing. You, we'll you're sing. right, Tim. You're right. <laughs> you we forgot sang. it. We sang last episode. We sang last episode. We'll sing for you in a year. <laughs> love, everybody. We love to sing. All right. Okay. There's only one thing left to do, and that is what if. <laughs> what? I, I know, right? I, I don't have one. I don't, <laughs> you don't I, have you one. You can have a what if for this. What well, if let's, we, let's theorize, though. What if we made a list of 20? <laughs> oh, let's, let's, let's do something here. Okay. I feel like we owe it to the listeners. Come on. We don't... We can figure something out with this kind of content. I think so. What can we do with a what if? You want me to come up with a what if? No, right I don't. Now? Let's just talk about it. Let's throw some... Let's brainstorm. Let's throw some ideas. Um, what if... Yeah. There was no visa tap. Oh, man. Life would be so much harder, right? right? How great is tap? Tap is, is tapping tap is great. Tap is great. It's really easy. It's like there's lots of things out there... Um, where you think you don't really need it or want it. And then once you have it, you're like, I can't believe I lived the yeah. way I used to live. Yeah, um, totally. Like like cell phones, really, yeah. you know? Visa and Tap's one of them. Yeah, and then like when it doesn't work, you're like, oh, I gotta put in my PIN number? I know, and it's so ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> it's so oh, ridiculous. now I have to spend four seconds yeah. punching in a... I have to put... I have to... Do, this is what I have to do. I gotta take my card and put it into a slot. Yeah. And then punch a few numbers. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, yeah. I can't believe I you have know, to do this. You know what you used your to have to do? Your tap's broken? Well, fuck off. I'll come back tomorrow and get my groceries. You used to have to go to the bank and get the money. Say what now? Yeah. No, I, And then I know you'd it. have to go there and pay with cash. I remember that. Now, now it's like you tap and you're like, oh, <laughs> it doesn't work. I gotta use this chip thing where I just have to barely put my card in and then I gotta put in this coat. Oh, this I know. So, yeah. I know. Happened to I used today. to go to the bank machine. Yeah. I remember the days. I would go to the bank machine and withdraw five dollars. Yeah, that's totally. like that's like yeah, so much money for me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've got <laughs> I got twenty in there. I'll take five now. Yeah, it'd be five next month. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> There's we'll nothing see. coming in, so <laughs> that's right. the well's dried up. Yeah, I hope <laughs> I got that twenty dollars yeah. for starting the account at the bank. I do always have this fear though. Every time I tap and it doesn't work, I'm like. Oh no, there's no money in my account. Who drained my account? Why don't oh, yeah. I have any money? I have that fear. Yeah. And then I insert the chip and my heart is pounding while I'm typing in my code until it says approved. I'm oh, always okay. worried that it's going to be like decline and all my money's gone. Oh, that's a So tap is bringing me in anxiety. Okay. What if they do the um, get a get something tattooed on your, your arm or a chip placed in your hand? Are you going to get one of those? Like to just like... Everything you do, you can just scan this chip in your hand. You don't need your uh, no. your Visa tap. You got wrist tap. I'm not down with that, Tim. No, but they have. You wouldn't Apple, do that. They have Apple Pay, which is pretty close. Yeah, I haven't used that yet. I probably should. Me neither. But it's, that's pretty close. Yeah, it is close. I didn't. I didn't really trust it or believe in it until I started seeing people using it. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. How is it? How does that work on that? Like this terrible 
machine that this store has. Yeah. But it does. It works. Yeah, I think I think in the United States of America, Google, our neighbors, our neighbors, Google is going to have debit accounts. What 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 does that mean? Google is going to have like like they're going to be a bank. They're going to be a bank for like a checking account, so you can just Google Pay everything, but like with your Google account. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how comfortable I feel. I don't know. It's depositing money into google tim i have a good what if what if okay another one let's go what if we didn't talk about something on our list that we wanted to oh Okay. Is there I like anything that. on your list that you missed? Nah, I hit everything. <laughs> you hit no, everything? No, okay, let's go. Let's go through our yeah. list. Because I think we have a few minutes. Uh, we only a couple. We only have a very brief amount of time. Okay. Okay. No, here. Give me your list. Okay. I'll, I'll look through something on your list that I wanted to oh, talk about. You look sure. at something on my list. Sure. Okay, let's just take a few okay. seconds here that we're going to end Okay. Up. All right. What do we got here? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not editing this out. You got to make noises like we're looking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. And then there was that one. And okay, I've got one in mind here. And that's a possibility. And then this was a great entry right here, Dean, in this video is, games. This that's is fine acting. Really Tim. good. You and should then, save this for your audition reel. Oh, more. There's some additional note. What are these additional notes at the back? The supplementary material. Uh, I know what I want to talk about. Okay, you go first, because okay. I'm not sure. I want to talk about the Hogwarts Battle board game. Oh. That's probably one you could probably talk for hours about. No, no, no. Just give, you, just give us a two-minuter yeah, on yeah. this one, it's, real it's, quick. It's a deck-building game. So you start with ten cards, and it's a co-op game. So you can play with like multiple people, but you're playing together. So you start with ten cards, and as the game progresses, you get kind of more money, and you're able to buy more cards, and you're trying to make your deck as good as possible. What's a good deck? Well... You're gonna, you're gonna be buying like like you have some, a deck that doesn't have that red redhead kid in it. He's not in your deck. And then it's <laughs> no, there. no, he's a character that you can play. A lot Ron, of people are gonna be mad at me for that. Ron comment, Weasley, right? Ron Weasley. I mean, so the game is very smart and it's very tuned to each player. So Ron Weasley is kind of just there for like moral support. Okay. <laughs> no one really wants to be Ron Weasley in the game. Oh, so I'm usually Harry Potter. Oh, I see how it goes. Yeah. Do you get like um, into arguments? Like, is 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 your uh, is your wife or your buddy being like, I want to be Harry Potter, and you're like, No, no, I'm Harry Potter this time. I'm. And then you guys start fighting. Well, my wife always wants to be Hermione. Okay. So that's fine. Sure. Um, when we play with more people. I just let Harry Potter go. Okay. Like I don't. I don't, I don't need to be. No, I don't need to be Harry Potter. If someone's, I'm inviting someone into my home. They get to be Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's very generous of yeah. you. Yeah. But Ron Weasley is there to like build up everybody else, so he makes his teammates better. Okay. But anyways, there's. If there's, I ever play, I'm gonna be Ron Weasley. It's it's really fun. It's you against sort of a set amount of things that happen. So you want to keep getting your decks better so that you can both attack what's happening. Sort of, you know, at the same time. It's it's so much fun. It takes like three hours to play, but it's incredible. Perfect. Great. Okay. Now you're going to make some uh, random noises while you're looking over my list. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, or I can just, I can cover for you. Uh, yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so this funny thing happened to me the other day. <laughs> You'll never believe it. 
where to even begin with it is the question. It probably started when I was on the bus. <laughs> where were you taking the bus to? Oh, you know, the, Tim. I just, feel like I've asked just you just like about every everything. other day. I was taking the bus to the city. You know, getting on the bus. Yeah. Um, got to get downtown. Right. Got, you got it. That's where all the things are happening. Is downtown. Got to get downtown. Um, that's where all the action is. So I got on the bus and there were no seats. So by the time I got downtown, I realized my wallet was gone. And guess what that means? No visa tap for me today. <laughs> no. Right? What am I going to uh, do? Okay, Tim, we've talked you got about something. We've talked about everything on here. I think okay. I think we you did a good job on yours, but All I do right. have I do have one. I do have one. Oh, you do have one. I was about yeah. to end it. No, tell me Love Death and Robots. Give me a little uh, bit, okay. little bit about it. Okay, real quick. Love Death and Robots. If you like the Animatrix, you need to watch this show. It is a show of mature um animated content. It's uh I think well, I saw it on Netflix. I think it's still there. Season one was about roughly 20 short episodes, maybe, I don't know, five to 10 minutes each of them. They're anthology stories, different artists, different writers. Some of them are based on existing short stories that are fantastic and they're super fun. They're, some of them are very weird. They're all very different from each other. And if you like animation, um, check this out. You will like it. I promise you. Cool. Sounds good. I've seen it scroll by there on Netflix. I just never have watched it. Tune in. Tune yeah, in. Some of them are pretty short, right? Yeah. Some can be short. Some are yeah. a bit longer. It's just but... a different, yeah, variation of what's yeah. kind of going on there. Yeah. Cool. It's really great. Well, Dean. Cool. Yes. Um, happy New Year to you, sir. Yes. You as well, sir. Uh, look forward to all the stuff coming up in the new year. Me too. Happy New Year to everybody listening. And we'll catch you all next time. That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.